0: Hello, everyone. My name is Major, and welcome to episode 11 of The Heat Code. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about your Miami Heat's 105-98 win against the Detroit Pistons. Now, this game had a lot of ups and downs, so let's jump right into the game notes and see what stood out in Tuesday's game. Now, the very first thing we have to talk about and the thing that stands out the most and the biggest highlight of the game was Max Struess coming in in the third quarter and absolutely bombing three after three. He finished with four threes and 16 points overall in just 16 minutes. He made quick work of the Detroit Pistons and completely changed the flow of the game. The Heat were up 14 and then Detroit went on a 19-0 run, that's a whole different topic. We'll talk about that later. Somehow Detroit went on a 19 0 run. But then Max Struess came in and absolutely was killing them from the three point line. This is exactly what the Heat need from Max Struess. His role is going to be come into the game if Duncan's not hitting and see if you can make some shots and put him up. And that's exactly what he did. It was picture perfect. He played his role to a T. And you can't ask for anything more. We all know Struess. if he gets a millisecond to shoot the ball, you best believe he's going to shoot it. And when he's making it, it's just a pure joy to watch. The whole team was celebrating like crazy. I was going wild. We need to see more of this from Struess, And this will be his role in the playoffs. He needs to stay ready, even if he doesn't think he's going to play. Like he said after the game, he didn't think he was going to play but boy was he ready to if his number was called, and it was. This is why I love Max Struess, and it's also part of the reason why I think Duncan and Struess should both be in the rotation. Because on nights when Struess isn't hitting, we can have another elite shooter to throw out like Duncan to see if he's also hitting. It's very rare that both of them are missing shots. And then We even will have the games where they're both hitting shots and we're just absolutely unbeatable. Max Struess is a human microwave, and Duncan, if he's hitting, he's one of the best shooters in the world. So both of them together make the heat absolutely unstoppable, and I loved this game from Max Struess. Round of applause to him. He deserved all the credit in the world for this game and changing the complexion of it. Just heck of a game from Struis. Now, if Max Struis settled down the heat and brought us back into the game after the 19-0 to run, Tyler Hero ended the game. In the last five minutes of the game, Hero was the go-to option, and he delivered time and time again. Now, we constantly talk about Hero on the podcast, and we constantly say how he's been calm and confident and just playing at his pace and not getting rushed, But this was especially exciting to see because he started off the second quarter absolutely dominant and then he kind of faded away. But when the Heat needed him the most, he came back and he came back and ended this game. Just as much as we needed Struess to pour in his quick 16, we needed every point we got from Hero. Tyler Hero finished with 29 points 8 of 15 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. Overall, great game from Tyler Hero. Whenever he's hitting his shots, he's giving an effort on defense, so he's not as much of a liability there. So it's hard to complain about anything Hero did. Like I said, down the stretch, he was the only player for the Heat that we could rely on, and that was going to end this game and get us this W. If Hero plays like this and is that go-to man down the stretch, it's going to be hard to see a matchup where the Miami Heat are not favored. Because we know what Jimmy will bring, we know what Bam will bring, and we know what Lowry will bring. If Hero plays like this down the stretch, we will have our closer, which arguably is the only thing the Miami Heat have been missing. I can't say this enough. Tyler Hero, absolutely incredible game. I hope to see this more often down the stretch and just round of applause and great props to him. Now, like I mentioned in the intro, this game was not all rainbows and butterflies. There was very low lows in this game. The 19 to 0 run, the heat missed 14 straight shots, 8 of them threes is absolutely unacceptable. Thankfully, Like we just talked about, Max Struess came on fire and Hero closed the game out. But anytime you miss 14 straight shots and then you only score 11 points in the third quarter, it's going to be hard to win that game. Thankfully, we are playing the Detroit Pistons without Cade Cunningham, so we had a lot of wiggle room to play terribly and still get the W. But against a good team, especially if this happens in the playoffs, that game's over. We're never getting back in the game. So, it didn't hurt us in this game, and hopefully it can just be a learning point. But this can't keep happening, and this cannot be a trend. Now, the second most terrible thing in this game was Jimmy went down with yet another ankle injury. He went up for a layup and then landed awkwardly on his ankle, and it ruled him out for the rest of the second half. He tried to play through the second quarter, but was clearly hobbling and probably should have got taken out of the game sooner because it's just not worth the risk against the Detroit Pistons in a regular season game for Jimmy to hurt himself even more. Especially considering his injury history, especially with his ankles, he should have not played another second in that game once he started hobbling. Now Jimmy might miss one game with this injury or he might come back and be completely fine. So I'm not worried about this specific time in itself. It's more so the long-term injury history that Jimmy is starting to get with his ankles. I hope they figure something out and figure out what is causing this and then how to stop it. It's like his fifth time he's hurt his ankle in the past two years, and he only had one in his whole previous career before then. So it's a really weird trend And it does kind of fall in line whenever he went to leaning. So I don't know if that's an issue or if he just changed his style of shoe. I haven't really looked into all that aspects of it, but it is an interesting note that his ankle injuries started once he switched shoe brands. I would love to see him wear more protective shoes like high tops. I think that probably would make a massive difference, but he probably is more comfortable in the low tops and that's why he wears them and comfort at the end of the day can make a massive difference, so I guess that's acceptable. I just hope in the playoffs or right before the playoffs, he doesn't go up for a layup and get a really bad ankle injury because if Jimmy Butler is out for a series, the Heat are probably out of the playoffs. Now, we, I know we always say, no Jimmy, no problem, or we have enough, but yes, that is true in the regular season. In the playoffs, it's a completely different animal. We need Jimmy Butler out there. A bad Jimmy Butler is better than no Jimmy Butler. So don't even come at me with, oh, he's shooting terrible. He hasn't been good since the All-Star break. This team needs their leader, and their leader is Jimmy Butler. So I hope this injury isn't too bad and that he's perfectly healthy come playoffs. And we just hope and pray that he does not get another injury in the playoffs or right before. Next up for the Miami Heat is Friday night at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, not only is this Thunder team just overall not good at full strength, they're also missing some key players. So I expect this game to be a rather comfortable win for the Miami Heat. Especially if Shea Gilders Alexander is ruled out, I don't see the Heat having any issues with the Thunder at all. So this is a great get-right game to play a full 48 minutes and make up for their only half play against the Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons are better than this Thunder team with everyone out. So we do have even more wiggle room, and that's why I don't think this will be any problem at all. But I want to see a full 48-minute dominant game for the Miami Heat. My hot take for this game is that Tyler Hero will finally hit 40. He's not hit it yet. He's got plenty of 30-point games this year, but he will hit 40 on Friday night. So Tyler Hero, 40-piece, Friday night in Miami against the Oklahoma City Thunder, book it. And with all that being said, I just want to say share the podcast with your friends. Find me on Twitter at Major underscore or at The Heat Code. Let me know what you think. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Let's go Heat!